following program is a presentation of Fox Sports Radio Charlotte, the free Fox Sports app, available from Apple or Google Play, and always online at foxsportsradiocharlotte.com. It's time for the Uptown Sports Crowd. Here's Mackie Gallagher with Ben Cole. Good morning, Charlotte, and welcome to another edition, another episode of the Uptown Sports Crowd. My name is Mackie Gallagher. I am joined by the one, the only, Benjamin Cole. Ben, how are we feeling today? Feeling good, Mackie. Feeling good. It's Sunday morning. Feels like Wednesday night, though, but uh, feeling good. Wednesday nights. There's just something about Wednesday nights. It's just like... uh, the end of the week is near. Yeah, but we're still over got, the hump. You're over the hump. That's why they call it a hump day. <laughs> you're over the hump, but you still got two full days. And you're like, can I make it? And then soon it's Thursday night. Then it's Friday night. And then Saturday flies by. And then Sunday morning rolls around. And you're sitting right there by your radio or streaming on your phone, your tablet, your laptop, the Uptown Sports Crowd. And we greatly appreciate you for doing it. Once again, Mackie Gallagher, Ben Cole here with you today. A lot of fun, exciting things happening in sports this past week. Uh, one was one was something that... Uh, I don't know. It's I think pretty some, insignificant. I think some dude who <laughs> like was in the NFL for a while hasn't really done much. I mean, that's just my opinion. I think he <laughs> retired again. I'm blanking on his name. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. No, that's not it. No. How that's many times did it. he retire? He retired a lot. He retired <laughs> a lot. And we're also going to state that uh, more media attention should have been brought to Brett Favre <laughs> for that scandal or whatever that happened at that college. Can't believe that they just agreed. They just swept that under the rug but uh i think it's they gotta sell more syllables. levi's or wranglers or whatever That's whatever why. he whatever <laughs> my name is brett have you ever drove a ford ranger <laughs> blah 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 that's what brett Favre wants to be in the commercials but no tom brady retired dot 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 again dun 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 do we believe him do yes we, do we believe him this the, time this man was posted up on the beach in he the was. sand <laughs> He he was reflecting on his life, just looking at those waves. I think it I think it's for real this time. I think it is for real. It looks like he was in Miami. I don't know. Yeah. I think every apartment building on the beach in Florida just looks the exact same. <laughs> they do. They do. But I mean, but, he's forty five. No, I mean, <laughs> you're I mean, done. The goat. <laughs> yeah. The goat. As much as you don't want to be a fan of him or don't want to like him, if you're a football fan, you gotta respect his game. Of course. You gotta respect the longevity of his success. I mean, Tom Brady. He retired the first time. And I think he honestly came back because Adam Schefter broke the news before he did. I know. You have mentioned that theory several times, and you just said it again. So I know that's what you believe. I'm actually not sure. Um, It's plausible, for sure. But maybe he just had love for the game. Maybe he really did just want to come back and give it one more go. I mean, maybe, but you were finishing out on top. You just won a Super Bowl. It just you threw a Lombardi Trophy across the water to Rob Gronkowski, (laughs) not caring if it fell in the water. I mean, they definitely would have found it with some scuba teams or something. Scuba Steve would have went down there. Scuba Steve. Scuba Steve. (laughs) But uh, Big Daddy reference (laughs) and other references. But no, I mean, but do you think he's that petty? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Do you think Tom Brady is that petty? Yes. Absolutely. I think every huge successful athlete is that petty. Tom Petty? Tom Petty. (laughs) Get out of the studio! I'm sorry. No, I, I I do think every athlete is that petty. I mean, I think he just wanted to go out on his terms. Uh, he wanted to go out on his terms. Adam Schefter broke the news like he always does. And, you know, he was like, you know what? I was supposed to say that. Just because you think I'm going out, nah, 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 nah. I'm going to be in for one more year, and I'm going to play one of the worst years of football that I've ever played <laughs> in my life. No, I mean, he won the Super Bowl with the Bucks because the team, I mean, the team was built around him. That's what happens when these mm-hmm. huge stars go places. You know, you're getting the name Tom Brady. You're getting the quarterback who has won uh, six Super Bowls at the time, eventually won his seventh with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And so you're like, let's surround him with the best possible team so that way he can win and stay more. And technically and it, it worked. It, yeah, worked. it worked. It did work. But no, I mean, you know, he lost uh he lost his marriage. Unfortunate. Poor, poor guy, uh Giselle. <laughs> uh 
out, you know, trying to track down Pete Davidson's whereabouts. But you know, uh, his kids are now having two Christmases, which I'm sure that's the Score. only. I'm sure that's the only thing Tom Brady's kids care about are two Christmases, because I'm sure with Giselle and Tom Brady as their parents, one just wasn't enough. And then uh, I did see a funny tweet though, and I think I sent it to you uh, the day it happened. Was could you imagine? Just walking your dog on the beach, and then you look over, and Tom Brady is retiring by the dunes. That would be wild. That would be funny. If I just saw Tom Brady just doing a selfie video, just squatted down doing a selfie video on a beach, and then two hours later, <laughs> I see that it was his <laughs> retirement video. Epic. Uh, it would have been crazy. No, I mean, it's wild because Tom Brady has been in the league since 2000. When were you born? 1999. I was born in 1997, so pretty much virtually our whole yeah. entire lives. Dude basically played football our whole life. I mean, it, yeah, when we grew up, that was the name you knew if, oh, 100%. for everybody. If you're watching football, it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady, 100%. And the thing is, too, is he has been the top of the league every single year. No, I think it's interesting. Like There were some graphics floating around social media uh Basically proposing, you know, he could have been a Hall of Famer if you took just his individual careers each decade. Nah, he no, would have been a Hall of Famer each decade. Which that is, is crazy. Ridiculous. <laughs> no, it's insane. And, that's, and, and I got to the point, it comes with maturity, but I got to the point to where I used to, I used to despise Tom Brady because, you know, one of the first football memories I have is just sitting in the basement watching him defeat us uh, or defeat the Panthers in the Super Bowl when I was six years old. Uh John Casey, great kicker. Why'd you have to kick it out of bounds? I digress. <laughs> but I've always just grown up being like, this guy, this guy, he just wins all the time. He's cocky. I don't like him. Now the older I get, the more I'm like, if you're good, be cocky. I do right, not care. You just respect it. Just respect it. And the older I got, I was just like, it's getting to the point to where not only the level that he's playing at, but what you mentioned earlier, his age, the age in which he is doing all of these things and he just hasn't slowed down. It's one of those things, if you're a football fan, you got to respect it. You just got to mm-hmm. keep watching it and being like, every year, is this going to be the year that he just you know downgrades? And he just never did. I was impressed. I mean, I thought watching some games this year, I mean, anytime he got sacked, I thought it was life over. That was it. <laughs> I mean, he's fragile. No, if I fall and down he's this not, th- He's not very elusive. He's slowed down in some areas. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, if you see a Tom Brady scramble, uh, take a picture. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just it's so impressive, just the longevity, like you said. If I were to fall down the stairs, leaving my house to come to work, and like you know, I just land on my butt, land on my back, hit my head or something, I am out for two weeks. Workers' mm-hmm. comp, even though it didn't happen at work. This man is getting sacked by three hundred pound linemen. Is just getting up. Come on, guys, you gotta block better. <laughs> That's my thing. That's kind of how I am with like a LeBron now. I'm just like, when is he gonna come down from a dunk and just be like, oh my leg, yeah. and then just fall? Yeah. And and that's another thing too. I'm like kind of the comparison between LeBron and Tom Brady because their careers are fairly similar. Of course, Tom Brady has more championships in his respective sport, but just playing at the level that they are for the length of time that they have, it's wild because injuries didn't really plague his career, and that's a whole different thing. That's a whole different aspect of sports. Is not only did he play for 20-plus years, not only was he playing, won a Super Bowl in his early 40s, it's at any point throughout his career, it's not like he missed Mm-mm. a full season. Stayed healthy. And he is known as one of the healthiest people on the planet. I remember watching interviews when Tom Brady went to the Bucks, and when Patriots players would talk about him. They would just say that they have never met anyone who is as active, eats, and drinks as healthy as he does. And he's which, immortal. No, he is immortal. I mean, he has TB12. He has a whole foundation devoted to healthy living. And, I mean, if you want to be the top of the league or top of professional sports and you want to play for as long as you are, you got to make sure you're taking care of your body. And he, he kind of has since day one. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Another th- another funny tweet I saw, or not a tweet, but it was a statement, and it was uh, from Giselle, and I, I don't even know if it was a formal statement, but uh, she said to Tom's <laughs> retirement video, she said, uh, so happy for you, congrats on a great uh, career, so excited uh, for this new chapter of your life. <laughs> I was ooh. like, ooh, that your, that your hits. You need some icy hot? Need some icy hot. Get Shaq in the building. No, that your hit. I was like, oh, Tom Brady, you didn't win it back. It's over. It's yeah, a, no. I'm sure Tom Brady can bounce back. <laughs> I think I think he'll be okay. Question, because, uh, you know, you mentioned just 
his career and we're talking about it. With a little bit of we don't have a big enough sample size and for for the Bucks era. Yeah. But you know, a lot of speculation circulated when when Tom left the Patriots, you know, who was the real glue of that team? Who was ac- who was the reason for most of the success was it Belichick or Tom Brady? Where do you kind of stand in that in that conversation after seeing him, you know, obviously won a Super Bowl with the Bucks, yeah. but you know this year was a much different story. Uh wh- what do you think about that? I think it goes both ways. I think I I honestly don't think I can even say that one is better than the other. Okay. I think it's one of those just perfect situations. Isn't that what every coach or every player wants That's true. when they're drafted? Like doesn't a quarterback want to go to a to a coach that knows how to use all of their strengths to be as successful as possible? And doesn't a quarterback want to go to or doesn't a coach want to have a quarterback that they can just teach and fit into whatever system they already have in place. I also think when people talk about system QB, I also think that Tom Brady helped build that system. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think it just all goes hand in hand. Uh, it was very impressive that Tom Brady won a Super Bowl his first year away. I think that kind of put those arguments to bed. But do I... Th- I, I, I think I would feel more comfortable saying that I don't know if Tom Brady would have won as many Super Bowls in New England if Bill Belichick wasn't the coach. I agree. I, I feel the same way. I just like, want to hear your thoughts. No, yeah, yeah. It's just I think it was just one of those situations that just worked out perfectly. And if you're mm-hmm. a Patriots fan, you were happy for <laughs> decades. Yeah. No, but uh, I don't really buy into those arguments. I think it's. I mean, you want to. I think you. I think you had one of the best players of all time, if not the best quarterback of all time, with one of the best p- football coaches of all time. And luckily, they lived up to the hype. Yeah, recipes for success. As annoying as it is seeing the same people win over and over again, it gets to a point that when it keeps happening, you just got to be like, man, like I can keep hating it, but no other team is stopping it. And I'm like, they're not going to stop it, obviously. But no, Tom Brady appears to be officially out of the NFL for good. Everybody can rejoice. It has been an amazing career to watch, though. We'll miss you, Tom. I won't, but <laughs> I won't. But I respect your game, and I'm happy that you were playing throughout my generation to where I can take my kids or grandkids. Hey, that Tom Brady, he would only throw seven yard passes, <laughs> but nobody could stop it. Oh man, Tom Brady, good luck in retirement. Happy you are no longer torturing my team, the Carolina Panthers. We'll be right back on the Uptown Sports Crowd when we come back. We got to talk about the AFC and NFC championships. Don't go anywhere. This is the Uptown Sports Crowd on Fox Sports Radio, Charlotte. And now back to more of the Uptown Sports Crowd on Fox Sports Radio, Charlotte, ninety four point seven. Move aside and let the man go through. Let the man go through. Move aside and let the man go through. Let the man. Move out the side, let the man go through. I don't even know if those words are true. Oh, man. Oh. Oh. Do, do we need the... Do we need the wicker board? The wicker like, licensing board in here? Because Mackie G dropping bars. That was awful. That was an awful joke. I yeah. told you to smack me when I say <laughs> stupid jokes like that. And you kept your hands to yourself. Shame on me. Right? Cool. <laughs> Banned. He just, he just smacked me. I don't know if y'all heard that. He just snapped. Banned. Shout out banned. Uptown Sports Crowd, Fox Sports Radio Charlotte, every Sunday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. I've been working on my Siri voice. I don't think it's that good. Uh, I was going to try and do one real quick. Do it, do it, do it. Now get, uh, uh, introduce the show as your Siri voice. Welcome back to Fox Sports Charlotte, 94.7 FM. <laughs> With Mackie Gallagher and Ben Cole. I love the robotic pauses in between each Yeah, one. I tried to emulate it, but it's never, hard. I've never been a big Siri person. Every time I did the Hey Siri, no. it never worked. No. When I do Siri typing. I in. use Australian Siri. Adds oh. a good uh, mix to, to things. I think Australian accents are the best possible accents. Yeah, because I'll just get a text because when I have my AirPods in, like if you text me, it'll be like, text from Mackie Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> ben, are you coming to Bojangles? <laughs> Why'd you have to put me on blast like that? The listeners already know that I eat Bojangles 20 times a week. Man, I love that place. It's good. But yeah, Uptown Sports Crown, right here. Fox Sports Radio Charlotte, as Siri, a.k.a. Ben just said, on 
106.7 FM. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Side note. <laughs> have you seen Parks and Rec, right? Of course. That just reminded me of that radio host. Like, welcome back to Thoughts for Your Thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're with Councilwoman Leslie Nope. And you're listening to the Uptown Sports Crowd. Bit's Killed over, it. Mackie. Bit's over. Stop doing it. He's committed. I, I always commit to the bit. You know who doesn't commit to the bit? Brock Purdy. Mm. You're supposed to be the rookie to make it to the Super Bowl, man. Who cares if you're hurt? Just just right? play through it. Who cares if you need Tommy John surgery? <laughs> <laughs> that, that news came out this week. Too. Who cares if it only affects throwing a ball? Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> It's not even that big part of your job description throwing the ball. <laughs> all jokes, all jokes. All jokes. We hope we we wish Brock Purdy a speedy recovery. But no, all right. Let's um obviously we're going to talk about the NFC Championship game. You know, 31 to 7 Eagles won pretty handily. You had a very close prediction last week. I did. Week. I said 31-14 Eagles. Just a touchdown off. I also I wanted the 49ers to win, but I also said the Eagles most likely won. They are just rolling and that's exactly what they did. Yeah, it's unfortunate because we both said we thought the Brock Purdy train would end, um, which was kind of true. But then again, he was hurt, so we didn't really get to see that uh, yeah, that, that, that comp. And that's what stinks. I mean, that stinks for him because not only was he playing for the NFC Championship in a Super Bowl berth, but like you're a rookie. Mr. Irrelevant, last pick of the draft. You're trying to show that you can be a consistent starter in this league, and he has shown that on this team, at least, on this 49ers team. He has shown that, and then unfortunately, it looks like he has a season-ending injury, completely tearing his elbow, most likely uh, will get Tommy John surgery, which is a very dangerous surgery for you know quarterbacks, pitchers, and baseball. Mm-hmm. So, I, do, I, I mean, I do feel bad for him. I think oh, he might, he's younger than us. I know. Might, I think he's just your age. Yeah. Oof. And he had such an awesome run. I mean, like, such a cool storyline. People are like, I'm tired of hearing about Brock Purdy. He ain't got it. Well, why was he one of the only two quarterbacks in the NFC Championship? Yep. I don't know. Like, I just don't like those arguments. It's like, dude, no, get on board. Get no, on board. It, was an, it was an unfortunate ending for the for the Niners uh, just kind of getting blown out. It was. Uh, to be blunt. The fact that, I mean, the score was only 7 nothing to start the game for quite some time when they had a few turnovers, three and outs. The 49ers offense couldn't get anything going until Christian McCaffrey got mm, that grown man run. That was a great run. run. That yeah, was a bounce off four defenders. That was a grown man. I was happy at least mm-hmm. he was able to get on the board at least. I mean, he was the only touchdown. I know. Oh, it was not looking like this was going to be a blowout. I mean, mm-hmm. the 49ers were, you know, battling for the most part and then uh, – McCaffrey got that touchdown run, and it really looked like, oh, this we're going to be in for one from that point forward. But the Eagles just turned it on. Yeah, that was one. And, of them. and I was just going to say, like you know, at the beginning of the game, their first touchdown came off of like the controversial was, catch, yeah, and they sped up. Which you know, that's just uh, good game management. If your guy knows he didn't catch it, get up to the line of scrimmage and snap that ball. No, that is great game management on the Eagles' part, but, but it yeah. infuriates me because not only. I don't know if y'all know this about me. I'm a Panther fan. Cotri called it Super Bowl 50. <laughs> this was that was way closer for catching this one. Of course. <laughs> but how in all of these games all throughout the year calls are overturned because they 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 slow it down to to pixels, a millisecond where the pixels. ball is like on the ground. They're like or... they're like oh his pinky didn't completely <laughs> keep the ball off the ground or or they let catch a stand because. I know they got to the they got to the line of scrimmage and they snapped the ball before any challenge or anything could happen, which is great. But at that point, there the needs Eagles. to be a booth review no, before and that's that. What, what's the whole point of having these reviewers in the booth, aka booth review, to look over? And I, I even and said, I think it was Mike Pereira. I think he's he the said Fox they guy. didn't have that, that angle. angle. What? What is your budget? Dude, what is your production budget? You are the National <laughs> Football League. <laughs> you have a wire across the field with a camera where a punt probably hit it. And you didn't get an angle? Gotcha. You didn't get the angle? <laughs> and that reminds me, I'm going back to Super Bowl 50. I don't care because in the mic'd up of Super Bowl 50, Ron Rivera was telling the referee, they said that his hand was under it. His hand was under it. It has to be a catch. 
Uh, and then the referee told Ron Rivera, he said, there were over 200 cameras at this place because they called it incomplete. And they said, there, was over two, there were over 200 cameras at this uh, game. We're going to see if it was a catch or not. And then the referee comes out and says, due to inconclusive evidence, <laughs> the call on the field stands. And since it was an incomplete, that's what, and even yeah. Ron Rivera said, so if it was called a catch, it would remain a catch. He said, yeah. That's like the same vibe. He didn't get that angle. Yeah. Is it, shouldn't they have? I see LeBron. I see Scott Hansen of Red Zone post <laughs> pictures on their off day watching TV, and they have six or seven screens in their bedroom. You're telling me that the booth reviewer of the NFC Championship game is watching one angle at a time? <laughs> I don't even know if that's true, but I'm gonna hold on to this anger. So because that's final thought. Probably not. But final thought is that is such a crazy play in the very beginning of such a huge game mm-hmm. to let go through the cracks like that. Yeah. So like some background insight, because I used to work as a replay uh, operator. Oh, yeah. ESPN um, guy. Yeah, so right I here. can expert analysis. Um, so, yeah, I worked as a replay operator for App State, which is much smaller scale. But even App State or any production uh, booth slash studio in general has all of the different it's it's a bunch of screens you know camera one camera two camera three camera four mm-hmm. etc like we said yeah. there's a bunch of cameras probably for the nfc championship there was only one of me when i used to do this mm-hmm. i'm sure there are multiple replay operators all of their angles are going to be up on all of these monitors the moment it happens the moment it happens and they're going to be spinning it back and forth to get Blowing a look it on it there is it's just so unbelievably hard for me to believe that they couldn't get that angle because that's all you're doing at a moment like that. And granted, I know like they snapped the ball super quickly, um, so you really don't have that much time. But like I said, the budget. I mean, even at App State, we were getting stuff so quick because you have to be. You know, you got to get the replay uh, up instantly. I just, but there, I find it hard to believe there's no angle because there have been games. Usually at the very end where every play and pretty much stuff like that is reviewed automatically, which every play should be reviewed if these refs are making calls like this. But there are plays to where you can actively see teams trying to snap the ball quickly because they don't know if, if the call is actually yeah. true on the field. And then the the side judge or the line judge or the referee will run in, you know, stopping play saying, uh, like, this play is under further review. Mm-hmm. Why didn't that happen right there? I know. Like, you kind of just have to make an executive decision at that point. In a game of that magnitude, uh, when you can kind of tell there's that urgency, you have to get the call right. You have you to. You have to. A play even, like that at if, the very beginning. And, and I am like, I'm someone that gets annoyed, you know, when the game gets stalled and delayed for, you know, just stuff that doesn't need to take that long. But in a moment like that, if even if it was a clear cut catch, when you go back and look at the replay, just take a minute. Yeah. Take a minute. That's all. That's all you need. One commercial break. Whopper, 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 whopper. <laughs> Boom. Come back. We have the call. <laughs> exactly. And and I know an argument to this is it was so early in the game, the 49ers had plenty of chances to tie it up early. Like, you know, I, I, I just mentioned a few moments ago that it was very surprising to me that the 49ers held it to 7 nothing for as long as they did yeah. with the turnovers and with the quick three and outs and, you know, just the— And just the Eagles— offense being yeah. so good. Yeah, the poor offensive play from the 49ers side. Like it should have been more than 7 nothing after that after the first 49ers drive. But the thing is is with momentum with momentum and everything going on, like that is such a huge crucial play to get wrong. And I will forever har- I will forever harp on that. Because no, I agree. like I'm a huge believer in momentum. I really am. I had to have multiple arguments. My friend Rico it took me two years to convince him that momentum in sports is a real thing because that can completely change the gameplay. That can completely change the game outlook and everything. hundred uh, percent. Or how the defense is going to respond, or how the offense is going to respond. I will say, in to play devil's advocate for Rico, momentum is m- a much larger thing in college sports. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I think well, it's the atmosphere with the everything atmosphere being closer, and just the experience level. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think momentum does become less of a you know factor um but but still definitely a a, a big a big part in, in games yeah it's just funny because you talk about all the different screens all the different angles at appalachian state university and you're telling me lincoln financial field in philadelphia mm-hmm. 
Man. I mean, shout out to the Eagles. Shout out to Hurts for making it to the Super Bowl. I mean, I personally didn't want them there, but it would have been disappointing for how good of a season and dominant of a season that they've had. Speaking of not wanting him there, hold on. This is funny. I just want to talk random. I'm a Giants fan. Yeah. Of course, I, I picked the Eagles to win. I thought they were going to win. But I don't want him. I don't want him there. No. But I'm a Giants fan. I'm a Giants fan. <laughs> You're the, a Giants fan. In New York City, most people are Giants fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Empire State <laughs> Building, who uh, always, you know, light up the building in support of their local teams like the Giants, the Rangers, even like the Jets, because, you know, that kind of counts. Mm-hmm. They lit up the building, green and white, for the Philadelphia Eagles. Our rival? <laughs> what? Empire State Building. Collect yourself. What are you doing? What are you doing? That is betrayal. That that hurt. That hurt. That blew my mind getting on Twitter and seeing the Empire State Building being green and white for the Eagles. And it's just so funny because y'all are big, y'all are a huge NFL rivalry. <laughs> I know. Like it's not just like they went it up for the Chiefs after they won, but that's different. Yeah. The Eagles? <sighs> that 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 one. Uh, that Did you stung. imagine the Duke Energy Building or the truest building going black and gold if the Saints won the Super Bowl or the right? Saints? And the Eagles beat y'all in the divisional <laughs> to get there. I know. Oh, Giants Twitter was furious. <laughs> now I just want to I just wish the Giants would have made it. I just want to see if the Empire State Building would have lit up at all. <laughs> I think you just had somebody controlling I I I make this joke a lot. I want to know who in Charlotte controls the lights of the buildings. Yeah. The Is pa- it one guy? The power you hold. <laughs> I would be switching. You know how like people have those LED lights and they have the color wheel on their phone and you can drag your phone and I'm it changes one of those colors? People. <laughs> yeah. I would want to do that with the buildings. I would cause so many crashes on 77 <laughs> because it would just be going in different, in Purple, different colors. No. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just looking at my window. just spinning around. <laughs> no, the Eagles are in the Super Bowl. Poor Brock Purdy for getting injured right before the end of the season. Uh, most likely out all of next season. Kyle Shanahan to, uh, this week in a interview said, or in a press conference, said that he does not expect Jimmy Garoppolo to be a starter or be in San Francisco next season. Wow. I was going to say, the starter, I don't know about that. Being in San Francisco, another story. Um, interesting. Though. Interesting, interesting. So yeah, it looks like Trey Lance will take over. This is very premature. This is very mm-hmm. soon. But Eagles, Miles Sanders, he lost me two fantasy playoffs two years in a row. He's on my fantasy blacklist. <laughs> I, I just, no matter what, even this year, I picked him up off the waivers because I was in that four-man league. So our teams are stacked. The waivers are stacked. Mm-hmm. I picked him up after he dropped two 25-plus point games back-to-back. I pick him up. This is 2022, Ben. He gets me 2.6 in the first round of the playoffs. Luckily, I'm a god of a GM in fantasy. And I also have Patrick Mahomes, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams. Like, <laughs> because our teams are stacked, so that helped out. But like, I'm just like, Miles Sanders, why, why do you hate me? But yeah, NFC Championship, Philadelphia Eagles win. Shout out to all the NFC teams for not being better. <laughs> AFC Championship, we have Bengals, Chiefs. I'm so much. I'm so glad that was a much better game. I, I think everybody um, expected that to be a much better but, game. But and I'm sure we'll get to it. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to address this game without bringing up the refs. Once again, the refs are ruining my life. <laughs> We need uh, robotic refs. <laughs> no, I'm just oh, no, I did talk about the other day how I don't like robots thinking of things. Yeah, I, I am in favor of, uh, not going to get off topic, but I am in favor of like robotic umpires um, with something as black and white as like strikes and balls. Yeah. I think that I you can definitely that. have, you can still have like a first base and third base mm-hmm. umpire uh, for like bag plays. But um, in in football, yeah, it's... It's much harder to do, but it's so frustrating watching big games get decided by just one call. And so so Joe Burrow going into this game was 3-0 against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Obviously now he is 3-1. Mahomes is going to yet another Super Bowl, his third Super Bowl, after starting his fifth consecutive home AFC championship game. 
Both both the game turned out exactly how I expected it. Just a grind until the very end. Uh, it's it's wild that every single Burrow Mahomes matchup, the four matchups, have ended with the winner winning by three points. And up, up until last week, of course, Joe Burrow was the winner of all of them. But to address what you're saying about the refs, obviously, at the end of the game, they got that field goal because of that unnecessary roughness. Uh, as Patrick Mahomes was running out of bounds, he did step out of bounds, and the Bengals defender pushed him. 22-year-old, feel bad, so bad for him. You can see him just sitting on the bench crying. I would be, too. Yeah. Um, he pushed him out of bounds just a second too late, a very bang-bang play in his biggest game of his career in a moment to where every single foot, every single inch counts. I am not saying that that wasn't a penalty. I'm yeah. saying I think Patrick Mahomes sold it a little bit. But also, in the drive before, Joe Mixon got tackled. Uh, or not the drive before, but it was near the goal line. Yeah, Joe Mixon, Mixon got tackled out of bounds. And then a dude from the Chiefs just came dives at and him. dives at him when he's already being brought down already no out call. of bounds. And no call. It's really just the consistency factor. And I saw some people on Twitter, and that's the thing. You you kind of... People are like, oh, well, how, how do you call that at the end of the game? Like, even if it is objectively a penalty. But that's the thing where it's like, well, now, if you call that in the first quarter, you have to call it at the end yeah. of the game like that. It, it, it's really just keeping the consistency factor. But then you see the play, like, with Mixon. And they ended up scoring anyways. It wasn't that, irrele- it wasn't that relevant. But still, it, it's worth mentioning because where is the consistency? Mm-hmm. Um it just and not to mention on that very same play, there were two missed holding calls on yes, the Chiefs that allowed Mahomes to scramble. Exactly. So it's just like, can we get some consistency? But and, and I like I love Mahomes. I have been an outspoken fan of Mahomes. Uh, I just I really like watching him play. I feel like I just see something crazy every single time I watch him play, whether it's regular season playoffs or Super Bowl. But it does stink when there is that narrative that like you know broadcasters or the league or the refs are just always such a like fanboying over him, and then stuff like that happens. It's like my goodness. Yeah. And I feel bad for the Bengals too because the same thing happened to them in the Super Bowl. I remember against the Rams last year, I was talking about how I was loving the refs letting them play. It was a physical game. Yep. They were throwing downfield. A lot of hands. Uh, yep. No calls. Yeah. No calls. And at the very end of the game on fourth down, call it. They, they call a weak. It was like his arm was barely wrapped it was around. It one of those wrappings. A weak yeah. pass interference, man. But mm. no, and that's it's the consistency. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. They missed so many crazy calls. And in that moment, yes, by definition, that probably is a penalty. But I'm sure Patrick Mahomes didn't fall like that. It's 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 frustrating. It, it ruins the game. You spend three and a half hours watching this game, and then it ends like that. Because yep. once that happens, you're like, "Yep, that's game. It's yep. over." Well, as as that's that's game. That is the end of this segment. We're gonna take a quick break. Here are a few messages from our sponsors, from our advertisers, and then when we come back, I want to continue with the AFC Championship game talk a little bit. And then Matt Rule is. It's suing David Tepper. We don't have to get more into it, but this this guy, just get out of our lives. <laughs> don't go anywhere. This is the Uptown Sports Crowd. And now back to more of the Uptown Sports Crowd on Fox Sports Radio Charlotte 94.7. Move outside and let the man go through. Let the man go through. It's the Uptown Sports Crowd on Fox Sports Radio, Charlotte. Mackie Gallagher joined by my buddy, my co-host, Ben Benny Cole. I'm doing the Benny because he has two first names. I do. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. Uptown Sports Crowd, Fox Sports Radio, Charlotte, Sundays from 9 to 10 a.m., 94.7 FM, 1660 a.m. on your radio dial. And then you can listen to us in a bunch of digital ways. FoxSportsRadioCharlotte.com, the Fox Sports Radio Charlotte mobile app, available for both Apple and Google Play. I tried to say it like Jack Daniel does in our intro. I, he does I, it. He does it much better. He he does do it much better. You didn't have to say it like that, but uh, he does <laughs> do it much better. Um, and then also, you can catch our show after the fact. If you can't uh, listen Sunday mornings at nine a.m., we post a podcast of our show on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcast from. We are available. There's no reason not to listen to us unless you're purposely avoiding us. And if you are, I ask you one thing: What do we do to you? <laughs> We just got done talking about some 
uh, of the championship games. I don't know why I said some of the championship games. There were only two. Uh, <laughs> NFC, AFC, we're going to continue on with the AFC for just a little bit. I did say that we're going to talk about Matt Rule uh, suing David Tepper. Uh, but we are going to save him for the last shorter segment because he's already living rent free in our heads. Yeah, like or, a like an ex, or at least my head. I don't know. I think I've, I don't think you think about Matt Rule often. I don't. I, I, I don't. I, I have a picture of him on my ceiling, and as I lay down the bed, I'm just like you. I'm just like never. <laughs> Finger shaking. Finger shaking up there. Why did you do this to me? <laughs> But uh, AFC Championship game ended because of an unnecessary roughness called on Patrick or called on a Bengals. I think it's Osai O S S A I. I apologize. I don't know the pronun- the correct pronunciation of his name, but he pushed Patrick Mahomes as he was already running out of bounds. It was a penalty by definition, but the way the game was going, you know, all the missed same penalties against the Chiefs, they they don't call it throughout the game. They call it on the biggest play of the game, and that pretty much moves them up 15 yards, automatically in field goal position, which was the number one thing you didn't want to happen if you weren't Cincinnati. Yeah, I would have been fine if they called the late hit and they called a holding, and it was just offsetting penalties. Yeah. I also, and it is worth discussing, there were, let's say hypothetically, they don't call anything. Um, he runs out of bounds, picks up the first or whatever. There were still eight seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, they had no timeouts, but I think it's worth noting how possible it would have been anyways for Mahomes to just oh. throw a little out route for five to ten yards. Definitely. Uh, get out of bounds, you know, kick a last-second field goal anyways. No, yeah. So, I, I, you know, we can do what-ifs and everything, but... It is what it is at this point. It is what it is. And I don't think anybody is disputing the fact that there was enough time on the clock for Mahomes to do something. Like, I think everybody just it wanted just, to see yeah, it. They yeah. don't want to see a penalty just and pretty then, much call game. And then give me field goal. Not give me, but makeable field goal. Very makeable. I will say, though, the fact that the Chiefs pretty much dominated that whole game and were in control for most of it while Mahomes was, you know, not mobile, mm-hmm. playing with the hurt ankle. And then whole wide receiving core basically injured, uh, just shows how good of a team they they really are. Yeah, because everybody was asking, including myself. Once Tyreek Hill left, mm-hmm. I mean, what's Mahomes going? Everybody knew everybody knew Mahomes was a great quarterback. Everybody knows Tyreek Hill is a great wide receiver. But it's kind of going back to that Bill Belichick Tom Brady conversation. Yeah, it's like I don't think either makes the other, mm-hmm. but I think them together is. Low-key a cheat code. Peanut butter and chocolate. Cheat code. I said cheap code, but peanut <laughs> butter and chocolate. PB and J, indeed. The most undefeated combo on the planet. Mm-hmm. Is there another combo that could beat that? Um, no. I don't know. Mm. No, can't <laughs> think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> brain dead. <laughs> Can't think of anything. Someone probably turned the channel thinking they're just like, oh, my show's over. See <laughs> but no, we were thinking of combos that are better than PB&J. Uh, man. Steak and mashed potatoes. Steak and mashed potatoes. There's one. I don't know if mashed potatoes. I just like actual potatoes. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I mean, I like mashed potatoes, but like, I don't, I don't know what they're called. I don't cook anything, but those little round potatoes that you cut up, put it in, put in the oven. Yeah. But you don't mash them. Yeah. So I think they're just called regular potatoes. I thought you were talking like baked potato. Baked potato. I'll mess up a baked potato now. <laughs> I'll destroy it. I'll destroy it. <laughs> Annihilation. But, uh, yeah, disappointing end to the game. Shout out to Joe Burrow. Rookie season, season-ending ACL injury. And then making the Super Bowl the next season, unfortunately losing. And then making the Super or making the AFC Championship the game after that. I think Cincinnati, you have a very young team, young wide receiving core. The offensive line is getting a little better. I mean, they had some mess ups in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, some big ones like on key third downs, but it was much better than last year's. Definitely. And overall, the defense has been doing good. Like Cincinnati, they're they're a fun team to watch. And unless you're a fan of a rival of theirs, like in the AFC North, I don't really know if like it's a like me just watching football leisurely. It's not like I I'm a Burrow fan, but it's hard for me to see people actively not liking the Bengals. Yeah, it's kind of weird how people will just pick battles with random guys, you know, but or teams. 
I mean, I do that, but like I said, uh, like I do that too, if it's a rival, yeah, say, if it's, it's just, or you know, I see, just, two, I see him two years, uh, two games a year when we're playing. Like and, for me, it's NC State. Growing up, Florida State fan, going to all those football games and Carter Finley, and then they always upset us in some weird way. And, <laughs> but yeah, it's just and you and you were like pretty much uh, right. You lived your whole life. I, in I grew up Raleigh, in Raleigh, up so college. like you know that was my rival. That was Florida State's yeah. rival to me. But yeah, uh, yeah no, but and if you're. If they're irrelevant to you, or you're like kind of fan history, why 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 are you gonna hate a guy for no reason? Just want to see a good game. That's all I want to see. And it was a good game. So we have the Kansas. It was a good game. We have the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. The big I just game. I just don't want. Uh, and Eagles fans listening to this, yes. And I'm sure you're playing into the reputation that the fans have. And honestly, if I was an Eagles fan, I might too. But I'm not, so it's annoying. But I don't want them to win another Super Bowl so close together. It took them so long to get one with Nick Foles. Now they're going with Jalen Hurts, who is much more set up for success at the Super Bowl <laughs> than Nick Foles is. Uh, but, no more uh, Philly special, please. No more Philly special. It's um, Philly Philly. It's, it, I think it's overdue. Um, I think it will happen. Uh, so, I, yeah, let's let's get into it. Like, what are you expecting? Who do you think wins? <sighs> Let's just get right to it. The brass tacks. This one is honestly hard. It, it is because because the Eagles are an amazing team this year, and the Chiefs are a very good team this year. The Eagles, I believe, have better skill position players individually on offense than the Chiefs do. But the way the Chiefs have have just been playing as a team. Since Patrick Mahomes has taken over, since Andy Reid has been head coach, it's just something that you don't see from many other NFL teams. Mm-hmm. I th- I think one thing worth noting too is, and I, I hate to like make this comparison, but let's look at the path to the Super Bowl for both of these teams. Mm-hmm. The Eagles have blown out both of their opponents, but mm-hmm. the Eagles beat Daniel Jones and then injured Brock Purdy, I'll, Josh Johnson. Yeah, so. You know, whereas the Chiefs played the Bengals, hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I'm blanking too. Hold on. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. It's just a tougher conference in my opinion. AFC offensively it is. I, I'm going to argue a bit. I'm not going to hold the Giants game. I'm not going to say that was such an easy game for the Eagles. I mean, obviously it was. It did get blown out. But... Uh, the way Daniel Jones has been playing and the way that team has been playing, it's. I think that was a fairly not even matchup. Eagles were clearly the better team. I wasn't expecting to be that much of a blowout. Well, the though. Eagles did blow out the Giants every time they played. They did. So that that is but worth they, noting. But, but, but no, but I the hear Giants you. You're right. Did, play, You're right. did have a good season. If this was past year's Giants where they barely squeaked in, if they had a row. Uh, I mean, they did kind of just squeak in, but honestly, not. They've had that wild card spot locked in, like mm-hmm. like Jacksonville squeaked in within mm-hmm. the last week or two. Giants were already kind of in, um, but it was it was the injured Brock Purdy that really did it for me. Yeah, but not saying it, Brock Purdy could have done something. It's just like oh, he's it, been playing well, and that's what I'm saying. And like talking about injuries, like in preparation for this game, I just wish I just I just wish both teams were fully healthy. Yeah. I, I don't want any what-ifs. Yeah. I don't like what-ifs. And now same thing kind of with Mahomes. He did look healthy. He, he was nurturing that right leg yeah. a little bit. You could tell there were certain weights he got, like he stepped or jumped mm-hmm. or He was ran. trying to keep his weight kind yeah. of off of it for and the so, most part. But, I mean, like, you're, you're Patrick Mahomes. You're in the Super Bowl. You won the AFC Championship off that ankle. Like, you play one more game. If the Eagles win, I'm not going to be like, if Patrick Mahomes was healthy, like, no, he looked pretty. You could tell he was hurting, but he looked healthy the way yeah, he was he throwing did. the ball. So I'm not. I'm not going to hold that against the Eagles. So, so who do you think? Who do you think wins it? Then we gotta. We gotta. Gotta answer the question. Gotta give our expert analysis. I'm clearly trying to postpone my answer. So stop calling <laughs> me out. Uh, I think Eagles take it. I do. I want. I. I would like to see Mahomes get another one. Like. Me and my brother talked about this. I sound like a Mahomes fanboy right now, but one of the first games Mahomes started and I was watching with my brother. And, like, me and my brother, very close. Uh, sports helps us stay very close. But I remember at the same time he made a certain throw. It was his first year starting after uh, Alex Smith. And immediately after that throw, me and my brother turned towards each other, and we both said something along the lines of, this dude is different. Yeah, and he, he is. <laughs> and he has been ever since, and he's been living up to that hype. And now with Tom Brady retiring, like to me, it would be cool seeing another 
quarterback come in and still just take over the game. Like, I mean, the way he throws the ball, the way he's being tackled and throws it, the 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 no looks, the sidearms. I know they're overdone, but at the professional level on an NFL team or in an NFL game, at the speed in which they play, this stuff is very impressive. It might not look that oh, impressive yeah. on TV, but the way Jalen Hurts is. I mean, Jalen Hurts has 20-plus ta- mm-hmm. um, passing touchdowns, 10-plus rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Only quarterback, Cam Newton. Like, I mean, Jalen Hurts is a great passer. He is an elite runner at, at the quarterback position right now. Coach Sirianni in his first year has this team rolling. And also, shout out, got to do a shout out, Javon Hargrave. Rowan County guy went to North Rowan High School. My dad covered him when he was a sports player at the Salisbury Post. He got a sack in the NFC Championship game, and he's a starting defensive lineman in the Super Bowl for the Philadelphia Eagles. It's incredible. Tra- trained at the forum where I lifted back in 2019 and 2020 <laughs> before the pandemic. But no, it's cool. Like, Eagles, if they, I mean, I won't be mad if either team wins because if the Eagles win, I like Jalen Hurts. I think he deserves it. Devontae mm-hmm. Smith, A.J. Brown, Javon Hargrave. Chiefs win. You have Patrick Mahomes his first year after Tyreek Hill, Andy Reid. I think this is, I think this is the best possible matchup. Super Bowl matchup yeah. for somebody who's not a fan of either team. I agree. There's too many uh, instances where I just, the games are. I'm just the matchups aren't aren't yeah. that exciting, and I'm just like eh, I would have rather seen a, a different matchup. But no, this one, this one, I agree. It, it'll be very fun to watch. For prediction wise, I'm I'm legitimately torn, and both are great coaches. But you just mentioned it, and I think this is a game. Assuming both quarterbacks execute and and both teams play, you know, the best of their ability. I think Andy Reid wins the coaching battle. And I think the Chiefs nice. win the Super Bowl. I just think Andy Reid, his ability to adjust mid-game mm-hmm. and, and just manage the game, I, I, I got to give the Chiefs the plus EV edge All right. uh, going into this one. Um, and then Mahomes, obviously, he has this experience. Mm-hmm. He, he's a Super Bowl champ. Uh, I think that does play a big factor coming yes. into this. I will say... If the Eagles come out early and their defense rolls like they have been and they can kind of shut down the Chiefs and build a gap, the Chiefs won't come back. So I really think the start of the the first half of this game will be will will make or break it. I agreed. Ben has Chiefs. I have Eagles. I want the Chiefs to win, but that, those are our locked in picks. Don't go anywhere. The final segment of this week's Uptown Sports Crowd is next after these messages. It's the Uptown Sports Crowd back for the final segment of today's show. Thank you for tuning in with us right here on Fox Sports Radio, Charlotte. We are on every single Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. Final thing I want to talk about as we uh, round out the final three minutes of the show is Matt Rule. Uh, Why are you still talking about Matt Rule? I'll tell you why. Uh, Story broke this week that he is suing uh, David Tepper or the Carolina Panthers or both. I'm I'm just going to say Tepper. Uh, Panthers. The Panthers. Basically Tepper. Basically Tepper. (laughs) He is the king of the Panthers (laughs) right now. But he is uh, suing him for, what, $5 million? In severance pay. So, yeah, Matt Rule was owed about $34 million at the time he was fired by the Panthers. Uh, He's now filed a lawsuit to claim about $5 million of that that I guess he hasn't gotten. Um, congrats. You pulled off the biggest scam ever, Matt Rule. You got $62 million to come in here and uh, call plays out of a Madden 08 playbook. And now you're upset that you didn't get That's another crazy. $5 million after going 11 and 27. You almost got to respect it. <laughs> you, almost you almost got to respect it. <laughs> it's Not so quite, true. but... But just the boars on this guy. Yeah, he said, hey, I needed my fiver. (laughs) (laughs) So he was signed for seven years. Couldn't make it through year three. And then... They we the city of Charlotte was just so desperate to get rid of him. They said we will pay you millions. (laughs) And then you somehow get an eight-year contract at Nebraska. And you are asking for five million more. Now, if I was owed five million dollars, I don't care why I was owed five million dollars. I'm getting five million. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) it's so funny with that. He can't keep getting away with this. He can't keep getting away with that. We're breaking bad fans. We're huge breaking bad fans. Yo, Mr. White, (laughs) not my house. (laughs) Not my house. (laughs) Not my house. Matt Rule. Oh yeah. All right. This is turning into a Matt Rule shaming to breaking bad quoting. But for real though. 
Seven. We we Tepper should just tell him. You know what? You know it took Jay Z seven years to <laughs> to you know become big. It'll, it might take you seven years to get your five million dollars. <laughs> Man, uh, it's just that's just a funny story to end on. Just that was a wild headline. Matt Rule mm-hmm. sues Carolina Panthers for five million. Very funny. Uh, I think I read in the article that the Panthers. PR person or whoever like declined no. to comment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. No. Tell him to go away. <laughs> so it's because you have the Rock Hill thing that went down the drain, and now you have a severance with the, one of the worst head coaches in NFL history. Now that head coach has come back for five million. Unreal. Can we just do something right? <laughs> Can we just do something right? Yeah, I like oh, that. Oh, I like I that. Did it. That's a callback to Frank Reich being the new head coach of the Carolina Panthers, in case you you didn't know. Callback. Right. Callback. We're all about the callbacks. But yeah, Matt Rule sues Carolina Panthers for $5 million. Chiefs and uh, Eagles are facing off in the Super Bowl. And you're listening to the Uptown Sports Crowd and not thoughts for your thoughts. But unless Ben has anything to add... What do you have to add? Say something to our listeners before I, before we go. They um, listen to us for an um, hour. Um, if you do enjoy listening to us, uh, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, yeah, because uh, we appreciate feedback. Um, feel free to drop a review. Tell us we suck. We'll change. I'll do better. <laughs> we um, are sheep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just uh, thanks for uh, tuning in every week if you do. And um, that's all I got. Yeah, and if uh, you do leave a review, please leave a nice one because <laughs> I'm insecure and I can't handle it. But for real, though, we do appreciate you listening these last couple of months, and we hope you continue to listen. And until the next time we have an opportunity for you to listen to the show, have a great week. Text somebody that you love. Tell them hello. Tell them that you appreciate them. And we will see you next Sunday on Fox Sports Radio Charlotte at 9 a.m. For Ben Cole, I'm Mackie Gallagher. Thank you for tuning in to the Uptown Sports Crowd.